1: Hi guys, it's Chantelle Ray, and I have the privilege of having Dr. Bob on our show today and we are going to be talking about everything we need to do for us to get our health in amazing shape and we also were talking about some supplements that we can do and some other tricks that we can do for maximum weight loss. So if you're stuck in a rut, today is the episode for you. So Dr. Bob, welcome.
0: My pleasure to be here. Very, very nice. I've been looking at a little of what you're doing and it's very much in agreement with the perspective that I've developed from a science base.
1: Awesome. So tell us some tricks. Let's say someone is, you know, maybe you've lost some weight doing intermittent fasting and now they're stuck in a rut and they need to kind of get that maximum fat loss. What are some tips that you have for them?
0: Well, see, I, I don't view it from the perspective simply as health as fat, health as fat loss. What I view is make yourself healthy and then the fat will automatically be lost.
1: Mm, I like so that.
0: It's much more important from my perspective that we all learn what health means. And when you focus on it, the supplements that you've mentioned and the various things that come from those supplements, such as health loss, health I mean, fat loss. Fat loss is just a, a manifestation of a healthy underlying biochemistry. So if you target for health, the rest happens automatically.
1: Mm, I like that. So what are some tricks that people can do?
0: Well, you have to start, I believe, by understanding the very basis of how life works. and I, And all life works basically in the same way, in that we extract from our environment things necessary to sustain life, air, water, food, the things that are a natural part of us become us. And we get rid of our waste as part of this process of flowing. You know, we eat and we get rid of waste. That There's fundamental things that happen because of that, in that flowing energy organizes matter. That's what we are. We are organized matter, right? If you look at the difference between a live human being and a dead human being, for example, what's the difference? It's the flow of life it's the, that is the soul of us, is what flows into us, into the creation that we are. However you want to uh, put that into a religious context, there is a very abstract truth. And that abstract truth has to do with balancing carbohydrate metabolism which, along with amino acids, uh, when they're used for energy, that drives us into the future. It's not that we sit here, you know, da-da-da-da-da, and the world happens to us. We are part of the world. And we literally push our creative nature through carbohydrates and amino acids. But we do that in a way, typically, that's out of balance with the fact that we also have to protect ourselves. And we protect ourselves when we turn on fat burning. So this is the big difference here. You know, we, we move into the future, but as we do that, especially when we move in an imbalanced fashion with excess carbohydrates in particular, all the fat that's on any human being's body comes from excess calories, typically driven by excess carbohydrates. And the reason I focus on health is because when you see any fat on your body, that's your body telling you that you're eating out of balance, that you're eating too many carbohydrates, you're consuming too many calories in general, but specifically too many carbohydrates, and your body literally makes that fat because your cells are trying to protect themselves from your ignorance, meaning the diet, because you are what you eat. And if you do nothing but eat the wrong things, then all you do is promote aging. And that's done via basically inflammation and excess free radical production. So things that minimize that, like the supplements that you discuss. And there are really two categories of supplements that we can benefit from when we understand this basic process. The most essential thing to do is to just not overeat and is particularly avoid carbohydrates. (laughs) But when you're doing that, there are other things that you want to make sure you're doing to provide you with uh, what you need. And so in general, people make the mistake of calling things antioxidants when there's really two classes that should be clearly understood. For example, vitamin C. That's a true antioxidant because when a free radical comes, especially a powerful one like uh, the hydroxyl radical, it, it's so powerful it reacts Instantly, when it touches anything, and that means it can change your fats, your proteins, your DNA, your RNA, your carbohydrates, everything that your cells are made of are susceptible to chemical modification by free radicals. So we have antioxidants that we consume and that we produce, things also like NAC, NAC, N-acetylcysteine. These are very important because they, to stop the free radical in its place, but where are all these free radicals coming from? The most critical overload that promotes our return to equilibrium, and I'll explain that later, uh, is is the consumption of carbohydrates and the production by our mitochondria, the little energy powerhouses in our cells. Uh, When they're not working efficiently, they leak free radicals into our cells which then react with everything and it's important for people to understand that it's basically like we have little nuclear reactors in our cells because radiation from a from a radiation source like a nuclear reactor or a nuclear bomb, aside from the physical damage the heat, the, the chemical damage is caused by free radicals. Radiation damage is DNA and everything else by creating free radicals. So when you're producing too many free radicals in your cells, you're, you're basically saying, you know, how can I better kill myself? How can I make myself less healthy? And it's by not understanding how we work and then being driven by advertisements and false information, like how many decades has our government been telling people to eat fat free food? Well, if you're eating fat free food, that means you've turned off cellular recycling. You're turning on excess free radical production by eating all the carbohydrates. You're storing that. You're trying to protect yourself by becoming fat. America is the fattest nation in the world. And that's why we're susceptible to things like COVID at a higher frequency, because everything in life utilizes these processes that I'm telling you about. So when a virus first infects a cell, what it does is, it turns on the production of the viruses. That's how it moves into the future. Well, what does it use to do that? Carbohydrates and that form of energy that comes by burning both carbohydrates as well as amino acids, glutamine in particular, is a major energy source. So it's not only used to make proteins, but it's actually used as an energy source. It's the highest concentration amino acid in your blood, not only to make proteins because we can burn it and make energy. So where I'm going with this is that we have different ways of making energy in ourselves. One is very efficient and dangerous. That's called the electron transport system. It's like a little solid state, you know, super Apple computer chip that, you know, takes aspects of your process as your body processes the food you eat, be it carbohydrates or proteins or amino acids or fats. They all can go through the central mill depending on how everything's flowing through that mill, there are different consequences. And if you overload the push, think of a thing, imagine you have a hose, and in that hose you have a bunch of little holes, pinholes. Well, if you turn on the faucet and you open the hose, you're not gonna see the pinholes leaking because the pressure is relieved by the flow going out. But imagine now you leave the faucet on, but you close the output. So the pressure inside the hose builds up. Now it starts to leak. Well, that's what happens with your electron transport system. Uh, You build up too much pressure by eating too many carbohydrates and not being able to efficiently, and by efficiently, I mean in harmony with your body and your cellular biochemical flow. If you're not in harmony with that, then you generate these extra free radicals, which now the rest of your cellular flow has to try and adjust to. So what it often will do is turn off that electron transport system and turn on alternative means of producing energy that use sugar directly.
1: Well, one of the things that you have suggested to me, and I feel like I've been feeling so much better since I've been doing it, is taking the supplement NAC. And so from what I understand, NAC is the supplemental form L-cysteine. Like it's a semi-essential amino acid that's present in our bodies and It's basically used to kind of scavenge and eliminate free radicals and kind of repair any liver damage that's caused by oxidative stress. Is that right?
0: Partially. I mean, some of this, some of it would need a little tweaking to make me happy with it.
1: Okay. (laughs) But basically, yeah. Tell tell us what it is.
0: Well, N-acetylcysteine, NAC, is made, as you said, from cysteine and the acetyl group is added onto cysteine. So now you have a new molecule. And that cysteine is a unique amino acid because it on its own can exist in two forms. It can be either oxidized or it can be reduced. So what that means is you either are removing electrons or adding electrons to the molecule, all right? And, Depending on which state it's in, it acts as a quencher of free radicals by becoming oxidized. It takes the oxidation of the free radical and converts it into the oxidized cysteine. Okay, But that's not always the right thing to do. It's often the wrong thing to do. But what it does is it then acts as a signal. And it the communication of the biochemical transformations that are constantly occurring, that are you. The food goes in, it gets transformed into your crap and into your waste and into your sweat and into your life. But you have to partition the good from the bad. And if we don't understand how to do that properly, then we have these imbalances.
1: So obviously, you know, one of the things that you said originally was that, you know, the amount of carbs and and like you said, the 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 average American is eating just way too many carbs. And then they're wondering why they're so sick and why they're fat because they're eating massive amounts of carbs. First, let me ask you this. What is the amount of carbs that you kind of, is a rule of thumb that you have for yourself and that you suggest for others?
0: I, I am the most unruled person you can ever imagine, all right? I'm extremely ADD. The only thing I can do is get into the flow and then use that. So I spend my life trying to be healthy because that's what life is. You see, the the more complex you are, meaning the flowing biochemistry through you, if it's flowing in a way that promotes health, then it moves you further from equilibrium because you're basically charging your flowing biochemistry with life, organization, complexity, It's that complexity that manifests itself as your intellect, as your immune strength, as your cardiovascular strength. Every system in your body is regulated by the balance between moving yourself into the future, maintaining yourself or going backwards and accumulating more disorder within the flow. Does that make sense? Yes. So what NAC does is it recharges the main antioxidant that your body produces known as glutathione. So glutathione is a, is made out of three, three peptides, one of which is cysteine. And the, as I just said, the cysteine can either be oxidized or reduced. Well, if it's oxidized, it's already spent its power quenching a free radical. So it needs to be reduced so that the free radical can then be quen- can be quenched by it, okay? But now that molecule, that glutathione, is used up. It's got to get recharged. It's got to get that, it's got to get re-reduced so that it can capture another free radical. That's what NAC does. NAC recharges glutathione. They shift their electrons from one form of cysteine to another form of cysteine so that the glutathione is now ready to attack and bind up with and eliminate. Another free radical. And that's the major antioxidant that your cells produce. And it's the major antioxidant in your lungs. And if you think about it, your lungs are, what are they doing? They're taking in all of this oxygen all the time. And that oxygen can create imbalances in that it naturally tends to be pro-inflammatory. The oxidative reactions that are occurring, pro-oxidant, right? That's why we take antioxidants so your lungs are loaded with glutathione. Now let's look at the consequences of imbalanced what we call redox potential, reduced oxidation, redox. Right, whether or not your glutathione is ready to quench your free radical, or whether it's already used up. That's redox balance, and that redox balance permeates your all of your cells, not just from that, but from vitamin C and other other antioxidants that work ultimately the same way as what I'm describing to you, in that they absorb electrons and that quenches the power of various free radicals be they from uh, reactive oxygen species or reactive nitrogen species there's lots of free radicals that can be produced in the course of being alive
1: so let me hold on i want to i want to clarify cuz i want to make sure that people can really stay with us on this. So let me repeat (laughs) back what I heard you say a little bit and clarify it. Okay. So I know that glutathione is an antioxidant produced in the cells, right? Like it's comprised largely of three amino acids, glutamine, glycine, and cysteine, right? Yes. Yes. And then glutathione the, the levels in your body it can be reduced if you've got poor nutrition, if you've got you know environmental toxins, if you're not eliminating properly, if you've got a lot of stress in your life, those are some things that it can be like lo- well, so,
0: let me stop you right there because like we okay. can clarify each other. okay. The glutathione levels that are important are when glutathione is reduced. Because you can have as soon as it quenches a free radical, it's now oxidized. So what you care about is not the total glutathione level, but how much is available to do its job, not how much has already done its job. Make sense?
1: Okay. Yes. And how does NAC, so how does NAC specifically do that?
0: NAC takes the oxidized form of glutathione and adds electrons to it. That reduces it. So now it's ready to be oxidized again. Then, once it's reduced, it's an antioxidant. Once it's oxidized, it can't be an antioxidant. It's already done. So the NAC continues to uh, allow for the glutathione to remain in the reduced state, ready to quench another free radical, because the the, uh, NAC puts it into that state. The NAC itself was in a reduced state. And it gives the electrons, basically, to reduce the glutathione so the glutathione is ready to work.
1: Okay. Does that make sense? There's there's good
0: glutathione and bad glutathione in the simplest of terms. And the good stuff is the stuff that'll quench free radicals. And the bad stuff is not really bad. It already did its job. And now you got to help it so it can do it again.
1: So let's talk about alpha lipoic acid, what it is and what its benefits are.
0: Well- again, without getting stuck in too much biochemistry, um, alpha-lipoic acid turns on fat burning. And this is the important thing that I was trying to lead to. We have antioxidants like glutathione, which directly interacts with a free radical. And then we have the other end of the equation. Where are those free radicals coming from? They're being produced by many different biochemical reactions, but the main source are imbalances in your electron transport system caused by excessive carbohydrate metabolism. So that's the main problem there. So when your cells are getting overly damaged by free radicals, it changes the reactions that are normally happening. You know, If, if you normally are doing something with two hands and all of a sudden they chop off one hand, you can't do what you used to do. That's very, it's that simple. You modify the chemicals that are, talking essentially quote talking by reacting with other chemicals it's part of the energy mass flow transformation where we extract in the essence we extract sunlight and turn it into life and over billions of years that life gets more complex because of the flowing energy evolution is the way god works it's not contrary the way people define evolution today in general, from a scientific perspective, I believe to be completely wrong. Because they believe that everything is just this ongoing accident. And it's not. It's part of an unfolding that occurs, generating complexity and intelligence by virtue of the fact that flowing energy does that. As long as we don't screw it up by adding too much friction. You know, if you, you don't want to add grinding compound to the oil of your car. The oil of your car is fed, is maintained in a quality state by the fat burning, alpha-lipoic acid turns on fat burning. Fat burning goes by another name. Nobel Prizes were given a few years ago to the people who discovered it. It's called autophagy, autophagy, auto-self-phagy, eating, self-eating. That's how we maintain our flow.
1: Now, I want to talk about psoriasis because I know that you personally had some psoriasis and were able to kind of heal your body of that. Tell us Absolutely. a little bit about what, you know, how you did that and kind of what, what's psoriasis caused from and how did you kind of heal your body from that?
0: All right. So let's first look at what psoriasis is. It's uncontrolled replication of your epithelial cells. You know, if your elbow is not cirrhotic, you know, it's like it is now. So, you, you know, that's a normal, healthy elbow. right? Well, it wasn't like that. It was like a white, scabby, flaking, bloody mess for my whole life. You know, I, I came down with that when I was in my teens. And, you know, that was just part of how, how I was. So I didn't have it terribly bad in that I had it mostly on my, I had it on both elbows and I had it on my knuckles. And I had on my ankles and I had a little bit on my ear. And what what happened was I always tried to be health oriented because, I, you know, I started out in, in high school, I was a gymnast. And then in college, I was in the wrestling team and the track and field team. So I, I always had a health orientation. I was even going to be a phys ed major until I couldn't tolerate it. <laughs> so I went back to biology after chemistry. So I blew myself up. I'm missing pieces of my fingers because... I'm a little crazy. Um, <laughs> so I'm into healing and, I, and I'm into health, and my genotype, my DNA, makes me very predisposed to a variety of inflammatory illnesses, back problems. I have, I'm have what's called HLA-B27, and HLA is part of your immune system. And with HLA-B27, it means I'm too pro-inflammatory in certain aspects of my being. In particular, the skin here is driven by somehow this, as well as arthritis and back. You know, I'm two inches shorter than I used to be because of deteriorating disks. And I had herniated disks in my neck, etc. So all of these things have now been resolved by promoting health, which means ultimately that you increase the flow in a way that is reorganizing you, and that you do it in a way that's consistent with the nature of how you were created in the first place. In other words, you know, learn how God created you and try to be friendly with that procedure rather than ignoring it and becoming unhealthy. See, what happens is when we're young, when you're a kid, you know how vital and vibrant kids are. Well, what are they doing? They're growing, which means they're getting further from equilibrium. And everything is new for them, so they're sucking in everything. And that's driving them. You can only move, there's only two things that enter you as a system, any living system, be it a bacteria or you. There's only two things that go in. There's mass in the form of food, and there's energy in the form of the things we sense, the sights, the smells, the tastes, the touches. And it turns out that those are the things that regulate everything, that flows into and out of us. It's the complexity within us that we want to be healthy so that it can maintain that charged with life quality. And uh, as we age, what happens is the system becomes less complex because we accumulate all of these free radical damages. This is not a conventional Uh, free radical theory of aging, which was based on statics. You see, people have to understand the difference between statics and dynamics. You know, the probability of forming one protein of 100 amino acids long out of 20 amino acid choices, so you go one out of 20, one out of 20, you do that 100 times, that number is so large that it's larger than the number of particles in the universe. In other words, it's absolutely impossible statistically to randomly throw a die and produce some functional protein. And yet we're composed of thousands of them transforming constantly. And that's the difference. We, life is a manifestation of time. Statics is the absence of time, randomness. Life is the very opposite of that. So if you don't embrace the physics that says life must exist, and instead, you, you embrace standard statistical thinking that says life cannot exist. Well, then you're left with this ridiculous quandary. Well, how did life get here? It's just this miracle. But how did that miracle make it happen? You know, you go on and on. This simply says that if there is energy and, and that at the beginning of the universe that we know of, a black bang, a big bl- a black hole or whatever, it doesn't matter. What matters is that flowing energy creates organization
1: hey guys i want to talk to you about something that can lead to chronic disease yes it's sugar over 70 percent of americans are eating more sugar than they need to and i was one of them and i kept saying you know this is my last time i'm gonna cut back i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and i didn't I saw all the negative health effects, it was weakening my immune system, and I just couldn't say no. And that's until I discovered some really practical steps to just eliminating sugar from my life for good, and I want to teach you that as well. So everything I've learned to break my sugar addiction in my 30-day Kick Sugar Challenge. You're going to get exclusive access to a private Facebook group, you're going to have four weekly calls, you're going to get an accountability partner, I'm going to be personally walking you through these next 30 days. The most important thing you're gonna learn though in these 30 days is the mindset you need to kick the sugar to take your intermittent fasting to the next level. So just go to ChantelRayWay.com slash KickSugar to learn more. The best part is it's only $30 right now. That's a dollar a day investing in you for 30 days. It officially doesn't start until January 4th, but if you join now, you're gonna get pre-access to the group and we're gonna give you practical tips to not overindulge through the holidays. On December 15th, the price is gonna go up. So click the link in the description and you'll get to go to chantelrayway.com/slash kick sugar and you can join the group for just thirty dollars. So so let's stay on psoriasis for just a second. So <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry. You're saying <laughs> so psoriasis. <laughs> it basically turns your skin cells into overachievers, right? Like they grow about five times faster than regular skin cells and your body let's, can't keep up. Let,
0: let me again, twist your words a little. Let's not call them overachievers. Cells can exist in three states, okay? They can be sleeping and doing nothing, like a senescent cell, like a stem cell waiting to be turned on. Or they can be dividing like a cirrhotic lesion on your of your epithelial cells, or they could be regenerating and be healthy and carrying out some differentiated function, like your nerve cells, okay? So those are three distinct different ways that energy flows in our cells. So when our epithelial cells are receiving signals from the immune system as to how, how to modulate their behavior inappropriately communicating the immune system is telling them and the food you're giving them is telling them divide 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 and because of your imbalances in that whole picture then instead of dividing once every 10 or 12 days they're going much faster see everything in your body is always being replaced epithelial cells are designed to die they're terminal cells so they flake off and you make new ones because that's the outside of you you want to be able to have a healthy interface. So it absorbs all of the poison of your life, and you keep replacing them. But if it's if, if the communication is out of whack, then it says keep divide, keep divide, keep divide, then you get the mess. So by eating appropriately and bringing your body back into balance so that you're having an appropriate redox balance, you're not over-consuming inflammatory biochemistry and you're not, and you're you're having sufficient recycling and rebuilding, the fat burning end of it, that the cells then remain in a healthy condition.
1: So give us real practical. So like if you could give somebody a perfect kind of example of like a good diet that you would recommend for them to have, or kind of real practical, let's get practical now instead of scientific of what they you would recommend for them to do to kind of get rid of their psoriasis, get their body in balance, and have fat yes. loss.
0: I would recommend based on what I've experienced. You have to remember something. December 7, I turn 73 years old. And, you know, I can jump down and knock out 10, 20 push-ups like nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely strong and healthy from that perspective. I have my weaknesses. I can, I'm trying to regrow my hip because of this inflammatory stuff, I didn't understand what was going on. And you know, I've learned so much over the past 10 years since I had heart failure and reversed all of that as well. So my point is we can transform ourselves. And the basic thing I would say is never, ever drink sugar water like soda. That is one of the major causes of diabetes, heart disease, all of the illnesses that are characteristic of our society. Are the result of redox imbalances promoted to a large part by our stupidity and not understanding the things that I've just told you, and then acting, you know, driven by your gluttony. And why is gluttony one of the seven deadly sins? Because it kills you and it makes you also not function properly here. So, aggression. You know, we live in a world of war and hostility because people are uptight. They don't consume enough cannabinoids. You see, that's the other part of this whole story is that we have an endocannabinoid system, the cannabis that we make within.
1: Hey guys, I wanted to tell you I'm offering a free weight loss virtual Bible study. Now is the perfect time to focus on understanding true hunger and fullness and learn what the Bible has to say about it. All you have to do is go to chantelreayway.com slash Bible study. After you sign up, you'll receive a six-week Bible study video that you can watch on your own, or you can get a small group of people and do it together. That's ChantelRayway.com slash Bible study for your free six-week Bible study course.
0: So that's number one. Don't eat empty carbohydrates. Eat natural food. Stay away from anything with artificial anything in it, coloring, all that crap don't do it. <laughs> you know. And you'll find that the more fat burning you turn on, the less you eat. So I'm now about 163 pounds, 165 pounds. When I started down this road after I had heart failure back in 2000, I think it was 14 or 15, then everything started to change. But it was only really as I learned more and more about paleotype or ketogenic and the role of the endocannabinoids, because you see, the CB two receptor turns on fat burning. So the CB one receptor that gets you high turns on your brain and it turns on movement into the future. It's good for you. It regulates the electron transport system. It's what pushed the, the biochemistry into more complex forms. When you look at again, I should stay away from the science. <laughs> Turn on fat burning. Eat healthy fat, meaning things that come from grass-fed cows. Don't eat things that are fed with grain because then they're high in omega-6s instead of omega-3s. And what's the difference? Omega-6s are good in the sense, yes, they're antioxidants, but they're antioxidants that are required when you're in the sugar-burning mode. And what you want to do is reduce that by going more into the fat-burning mode. So I mean,
1: will you have dairy as long as it's from a grass fed? I live
0: off dairy. I am a okay. dairy nut. Some people look, everybody's different. That's why you can't make general rules other than the basic way the flow works. You have to understand your body, your history, your family, the nature of your of how your flow got here. You know? So But you all, are you
1: real particular like if you are going to eat dairy, you're going to make only, sure it you, has Grass-fed from yes. grass-fed cows?
0: I live off cheese, eggs, milk, heavy cream, butter, nuts, and fresh fruits and vegetables. A lot of onions, a lot of peppers, all of those things that actually turn on fat burning.
1: <laughs> so you basically eat a paleo diet except <coughs> with, modified. I with eat meat, dairy.
0: I eat meat, you know. I eat very little, though. The more you turn on fat burning, the less you eat. It's so amazing. I can't believe I used to be a pig, you know, <laughs> as much as I could, you know, a box of cookies dunked in milk, mm, you know. Now, if I if I buy a box of cookies, they're liable to sit there for two weeks, you know, and maybe I don't even finish a whole cookie at one time. I might have three glasses of milk with that half a cookie. <laughs> or maybe if I'm really pigged out and stoned and gluttonous, and maybe I'll have a cookie or two. But that is so rare, I can't even remember.
1: That's, that's a rare it. rarity, right? Yeah, that's but like I, a- have
0: like, I have like this delicious little organic uh, lemon cake with blueberries and ginger in it and honey. You know, I'm happy to eat stuff like that because my consumption levels are so low. I eat under typically 2,000 calories a day. You know, I just went bike riding for, you know, miles in the cold. So I had to turn on fat burning. You know, Wim Hof. You familiar with Wim Hof? You know, you, he has incredible control of of his uh, autonomic nervous system. I don't know if, if I can show you this, but watch. You see the hair on my skin. Now watch what happens. You see what's going on now?
1: Your This hair on your skin is now popping up? Right. And you did that from here, just your...
0: Here. Just thinking.
1: Thinking about it.
0: Not thinking about making my hair, skin go up. Thinking about something that triggers an incredible flow pattern for me. Got it. My Got whole it. body is covered in goose pimples. So I have tears in my eyes. Mm-hmm.
1: So thinking about
0: that. Pardon me?
1: So do you do a lot with cold therapy at all?
0: Well, see, this is something also you're hitting on such interesting things because these are core topics, really, that all of us are involved with and we we don't understand it, you know. My whole life, I've always been warm. You know, as a kid, I'd go out in the winter with relatively little on compared to what my mother thought I should be having. You know, I grew Mm -hmm. up in New York and you know that was always the case my body my normal body temperature is around maybe 97 98.8 in that range i'm not 98.6 mm-hmm. and lower body temperature actually is uh, correlated with health and living because you're making less free radicals that's that's why we're warm you see we're inefficient with our flow the more efficient you get the more your body temperature is gonna drop. But the problem with that is, I've always had very cold feet. My feet are like icicles. And then I developed Renault syndrome where the, your, your blood vessels freak out. You know, all of this gone now, okay? And I had gout and that's all gone. You know, I still have a little arthritis because I had this horrible yeast infection that I didn't know about until I wound up putting it's a whole long story. It's a separate story. But and NAC and CBD together, and your audience should know this. This is amazing. NAC and CBD together will totally control asthma and COPD, as well as the virus.
1: Mm, gotcha. <laughs> well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for being with us today. I know one thing. I've been taking that NAC And I know that it's made me feel a lot better. So it's been a really good piece. Oh, I do want you to real quick, you know, give a few more uh, supplements that you recommend to people. Resveratrol.
0: Resveratrol is very potent. It turns on something called sirtuin, which is one of your enzymes that is involved in these flow patterns. And what it does is it, it, it closes the DNA so that, the sugar burning genes are turned off. You DNA is like a book, right? You don't read the whole thing at one time. You go to the pages where you're at, right? So some pages are telling you to burn sugar, and other pages are telling you to burn fat. So sirtuin is very involved in that switch. It closes the DNA up for the sugar burners and turns on fat burning. It's very healthy for you. And it uses as a cofactor uh, niacin, but not nicotinamide niacin in the acid form, because that gets converted by sirtuin to the uh, the other form. So that's a really powerful one. I, I also like a lot of vitamin C. Vitamin D is very, very critical. Most people in the world are vitamin D deficient.
1: I, I am but, vitamin D deficient. I feel so much better when I get in the sun every single day. And it, shouldn't it, it, you be taking vitamin D with K?
0: You know the K t- does nothing more than turn on fat burning. I haven't seen, I, I. You see what happens is people cherry pick information without understanding the big picture, and it might be that vitamin K is doing something special, but I've not been able to see why it's doing anything different than turning on fat burning. You, you know. Okay, another so how interesting-
1: much vitamin C would you suggest that someone take?
0: Again, vitamin C is very interesting because orally. You can only get so much into you. And when you take, you know, I take a few grams a day usually. I like the nice, chewable citrus flavored ones. Uh, so I take a few grams a day. Um, but this is so interesting. For example, a person with cancer, all right, the cancer cells are surviving because they've adjusted these flow patterns so that instead of dying like you wanted them to, you want your cancer cells to die instead of dying. They figured out how to have the flow survive. But they've done that. They're now already under a metabolic imbalance. They're pro-inflammatory in their biochemistry. So if you force them into fat burning, which is what THC and cannabis does, then they can't make that adjustment and that can help kill the cancer cells. But where was I going with this? Take me back. Uh, We're talking about C.
1: vitamin C. How much vitamin C did right?
0: Drink? So when... What can be done, vitamin C, we take it as an antioxidant, but if you inject vitamin C in high doses into the blood, which has been used for years as a therapy, when you inject high doses of vitamin C into the blood, the vitamin C interacts with the iron that's in your blood, and instead of being an antioxidant, it makes free radicals. So intravenous injection of vitamin C for people with cancer can overload the cancer cells because they're already stressed with free radicals. You know, the rubber band is stretched and you stretch it a little bit more and it breaks. So that's what you want to happen. So vitamin C can be a very effective anti-cancer, I would say, adjuvant to to other things. I would add it to, you know, turning on fat burning in general. Most cancers, 95% of cancers, start out as fat burners. And I can talk forever about why that is, but I'll shut up.
1: Well, thank you for being with us, and you guys stay thank tuned. You for we having have another episode coming up in just a few. Bye-bye Ciao. for
0: now. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.